Catching up with Chris Russell. He's a podcast host of Agriminers. Season 3 has just dropped on podcast1.com.au. Um, a few really great episodes, including number 2, which is down-to-earth climate. And, and quite frankly, Chris, I can't believe the media haven't taken the story and run with it because it is phenomenal, this study. It's called the Bunny Proof Fence Project. It was based just in the southwest of WA, just around the corner from here. And it basically looks like at microclimates above farms and, and areas of native flora, right? More importantly, Sean, it's the mix of native yeah. flora, you know, different heights, different uh, sort of leafing at different times of the year, carbon going into the ground, a lot of perennials and so on. And then also comparing that to agriculture land. And we've got this unique experience just around the corner from here in Esperance around the rabbit-proof fence where you've got one section is uh, agriculture land, that's farming land, and then you've got this native land. And the results, having a look at the differences between climate, it's fascinating, Chris. Well, it is fascinating. And the bloke who, who I'm interviewing on this, a bloke called Philip Mulvey, he has been really focusing on this because he thinks this, what he calls the small water cycle, is as critical as anything else in determining not just what the country gets in terms of rain, but what each individual area gets in terms of rain. And this project, the Bunny Fence Project, the Americans call it, based around the rabbit-proof fence that cuts off your bottom corner of Western Australia, the imagery of that taken from satellites showing all the clouds forming, you can actually see the line of the fence where all the clouds form right up to it because of the fact that the on one side the vegetation is the same normal native mix that you would get you know, just leaving nature do its thing. And the other side is a much more monocultural European cropping country. Yes. Of course, we've got to clear land and grow crops. It's all about what crops you grow, how you mix different heights, how you create turbulence, how you change the, the soil temperatures from being radiant heat into heat that holds within. He compares a little bit like having a saucepan on a stove full of water you know, which just gets to 100 degrees and sitting there, yeah. or a pan that you put on the stove and it's got nothing in it, it'll go red hot, maybe 800 degrees. Yeah. And the soil, he says, it's much the same if you don't actually treat it as a as a moving, living environment. And uh, he, he's a very clever guy. He produces these square clouds on people's properties just by manipulating their vegetation and what they do. And fascinating hearing him say, look, even if we solve all the carbon problems, that may not be the limiting factor. It may well be that we still don't get any great change or improvement in our climate because, in fact, we may still have this problem that we've lost the ability to produce little cycles that get rain over you know, particular areas. And it's just, and that's a massive twist, isn't it, to the tale of droughts and climate and everything? The fact that what we're doing is sort of having a micro effect on it, which I guess as a whole, you, can, you combine the micros, makes the big picture, right, Chris? Yeah, I was absolutely amazed that this wasn't on the front page of every paper. That's what I I asked you. That's what I said at the start. How is this not big news? How is this not banging down everyone's door? I mean, this is a major study, which was done probably about eight or nine years ago and it's been studied ever since. A lot of people, when you mention it, they've heard of it. But people are not just, I think they're so embroiled in the whole carbon thing Hmm. that they're just not focusing on anything else. And, And this is as significant in terms of a mad-made issue in determining what rainfall we're going to get in particular areas, particularly this case, it's proven over your area over there. Well, that's right, our little pocket of the southwest and the south coastal region. 
across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. So, Chris, I want to ask you, can you see a scenario where farms can manipulate their crops and try and conjure a cloud, or is it a little bit more complicated than that? Yeah, well, it's 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 a, not so much more complicated. I think once you understand it, if you listen to the podcast, you'll hear him say that he's actually become a bit of a specialist in He, he calls it square clouds, you know, where you'll be able to look at a satellite map of your property and you'll be the bloke with the clouds forming over your property, whereas maybe the next door neighbour won't. Um, and, you know, you can actually get them forming virtually on the boundaries of your property just by creating this turbulence, mm. by growing different height crops, focusing on the carbon content of the soil, making sure that you've got that, uh, you don't get too much of that radiant heat coming out of the soil. Um, and so he, he's a very clever guy and it's certainly solvable. It takes a bit of time and it takes a little bit of knowledge, but uh, he's saying it can be done, but you've just got to have the commitment to getting it done. What are the chances that this podcast catapults his study uh, out there into the world and then we could see farmers making adjustments to try and increase the chances of getting that little bit more rain? Because in some areas you don't need that much rain, especially with clay soil. So if you can try and get that little bit and if you can try and manipulate the climate to do so, it'd be groundbreaking. Yeah, well, how often do you see clouds going across them but they just keep going? Yeah. And so, so look, I, who knows? I, I mean, the whole me, the whole impetus for me in doing these podcasts is trying to get to the bottom of the issues. I'm trying not to be, well, I am making sure that I'm not biased by, by trendy or things that everyone's talking about. I'm trying to get to the bottom of the issues and actually talking to the people who understand what the problem is from a scientific or from a decision-making basis rather than just being another opinion. So if it achieves that and it does make bring things to the fore, well, it'll be doing what we're trying to make it do. Uh, yeah. uh, look, it's a really fascinating uh, issue. I know we had a couple people uh, after we chatted last week and we spoke about Mars. A couple people said to me, where do I find this podcast? It's podcast1.com.au, season three of Agriminders. Chris Russell has been the driving force behind it and very fascinating. Thanks for joining me once again. Yeah, no trouble.